Bruising Banner Podcast. Banner Podcast. Bruising Banner Podcast. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Bruising Banner Podcast. I am your host, Rob G. And with me, as always, is the legendary Brew Crew. What up, fellas? I got water, I got, you know, juice or whatever. He's like, y'all need twin legs? <laughs> as a matter of fact, I do. to everybody is, does Delaware have an actual culture? This is the podcast that we talk about beer, but we also talk about a lot of things that's happening in the world. Politics, movies, anything really that comes to our mind while we're here. Sampling these brews. Grab a drink and pull up a chair. <laughs> Hey! Ah, yeah! Welcome to Brews and Banner Podcast, where the topic is the rocket and the brew. Well, that be the fuel, and I'm your host Rob G. And with me, as always, the legendary brew crew. What's going on, fellas? What is going on, everyone? No, man, I didn't know if I was supposed to sing or not. I heard it. I heard it. That was nice. I think you're getting ready. What's that? (laughs) He's been holding the riches. Holding out. He's got a hidden talent. He's not here. That was good. Mr. Santa Claus is making all these bits. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome. Well, welcome. (laughs) I was trying to find a little bit like the gentleman who was singing, you know, trying to make it all fit together. There it is. There it is, John. That's actually how you intro yourself. That's a way to intro yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Uh, This is episode 102 of Brews and Banter Podcast. Um, It is I can't remember what the, I'm not even going to do the social distancing series number. I don't remember. <laughs> we have been social distancing uh, since March. He will be with us shortly. He just having a little technical difficulties, but we do have guests uh, with us today from Penguin City Brewing, co-owners, Aspasia Brenecki and Richard Brenecki. Aspasia. Aspasia. Right. I don't know why I got to put that a, an extra A on there. I don't know. Uh, but welcome to the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome! Thank you for coming. Happy to be here. Awesome. Good way to start a Sunday. Yes. All right. Before we, um, we always need to know before we got to get into a lot of things. We always need to know what we're drinking today, and today we are drinking two uh, Penguin City beers. So, what are we drinking today? So, can y'all tell us a little bit about the the beers that we are drinking today? It's All right. Light. There's light. So you're and drinking our regular. Are you guys are drinking number one and number two? Um, <laughs> sounds silly. I like to be two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, first place, and I mean, if you you're in an event and you place first and second, you're Ooh. doing something right. You know, if you you're take two right. out of the top three spots, you're definitely. So the the green one is our original Penguin City beer. Let me tell you about the colors. On the label, that green is the steel mill jacket green. Because wow. Youngstown, a part of our history, there were so many steel mills here. Um, mm-hmm. and they left, became a ghost town. And we're still here. Uh, yep. The gold, the gold and red is an homage to our 
college, Youngstown State University, when it was called okay. Youngstown College way back, uh, those were the original colors. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, now, the, you probably want to know about the liquid that's in the can now. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> so our, our whole mission with Penguin City Beer was just to create a nice drinkable beer with a little more body and flavor than your your average American light lager. And so that, that was the mission there. So it's a nice golden ale. And I'm hoping it has just enough body and enough heft and character to put it past, you know, some of the, the big guys in their, their lighter range. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been drinking this so far. This is delicious. So yeah, uh, this is really good. Thank you. <laughs> it's really good. It's a 5.4 ABV. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know the IBUs in it? It's probably uh, it should be right around 20. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that bitter at all. So guys, uh, now that he's described the beer and you guys have tasted it, I got to crack this can. I'm drinking the silver bullet. I'll call it for now. <laughs> I would do, call I would it silver bullet. That's course. <laughs> and they're not sponsoring this podcast at all. Um, the uh, what do you guys rate it? Pass, oh, me, another. pass me another. Oh, this sure. is pass me another. This is good. And that's not just because they're on the podcast. This is a, this is a good beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Good rating. I'm glad you like it. It's definitely drinkable, and you can drink these all all day, I guess. And I yeah, think this that's is, point. yeah, this is game 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 time, barbecue, dinner. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's a it's an everyday type of beer. Yeah, and that's what we said. It was all day, all night, all season. Mm-hmm. So kind of the and just to because we wanted to raise awareness, you know, a beer like this could do that. You know. Mm-hmm. It could hit the people that are domestic beer drinkers, the craft beer drinkers. It just reached yeah. the most, you know, people. So we thought that was going to be the our best bet for like the first one when we started our company. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, well, speaking of that, in terms of uh, Penguin City Brewing, how, how did that all come together? How did when, when did it start? Twenty seventeen summer, right? Summer of twenty seventeen. We were just, I don't know, I think we were, just came home from being downtown. Mm-hmm. I don't know, we were just watching some weird movies probably and <laughs> talking, you know, <laughs> like husbands and wives do. They talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, this name came up, Penguin City Beer. Mm. And it, that was it. We decided mm. that this isn't something that we're just going to talk about and talk about it for 20 years and and all that and never do anything with it we just decided that it we just wanted to do it like the this city needed it we needed it i I thought yeah we thought it was too perfect the name our college is youngstown state university Mm -hmm. and mascot is a penguin okay okay. city so essentially we're deciding that youngstown is also Penguin City. There it is. <laughs> but anyway, I didn't know how to brew beer at the time either. So it oh. wasn't um, it wasn't this thing where I'd been home brewing for 10, 20 years or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'd been drinking all kinds of different beers for quite a long time. <laughs> right. You know, way way before there, you know, everyone thought that the only craft beer was IPAs and all that. You know, I'd been going to local stores where 
they carried special things or certain bars where, you know, the owner decided that he wanted some craft beer. So, yeah, I mean, at least I don't even know. 20 plus years I've been drinking all kinds of different beers. So I knew beer pretty well. I just didn't know how to make it. So I bought a book. Huh. <laughs> I bought a book. <laughs> I had a very rudimentary basic equipment, nothing too fancy. And I still use that today to, to brew beers. This is a home brew. Uh, it was actually a mistake. I wasn't paying attention. I used I used uh, roast barley instead of special roast, and it changed the beer completely. But anyway, this isn't. This is just for home consumption. It actually turned out pretty good. Yeah, I would nice. call it a holiday. I would call this a, a holiday stout. Mm, okay. Good. Cheers. Cheers. So, so it just yeah. all came like it all came just because y'all would just happen just hanging around, and y'all was like, you know what? We could do it better than most folks. Let's try. Let's do a like. Let's start a brewery. Is that or you said let's try to make a beer first? Like, how does that? Well, <laughs> what was well, the weird conversation? Well, we were both kind of just just with our current the jobs at the time. We were kind of looking for something else. So we we kind of had that in the back of our heads that we did want a change in our life. Just mm -hmm. I guess didn't know what. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he's a beer enthusiast. I don't drink, so I always kind of, you know, yeah. notice like just I'm always at bars. I I used to bartend I used to be a bar promoter uh band promoter so I was always like in the local scene and yeah. you know just kind of observing that you know seeing all these beers that he was drinking and wondering like for our town kind of like what's ours like what's yeah. Youngstown's you know you see Cleveland has Great Lakes and Market Garden Platform you know Rheingeist is Cincinnati you know, and Ohio has so many beers um, mm -hmm. and in their like towns, but what was Youngstown's? So I guess like that was in our head too, when we were like just having this idea, like what would Youngstown's be? And then, and what would it be called? And it, it was just kind of, we just started brainstorming and just spitballing ideas of mm -hmm. just that image. Like Youngstown needs to make its mark because mm -hmm. every other city in Ohio is like, yeah, how come yeah. we're not? And how come there's not that big one, that one that's going to make that impact? So we always, like, once that name happened, um, we knew that it had to be big and impactful, how we, you know, pushed it out, how we released it, and then just started coming up with ideas. And then my cousin, who teaches marketing at the college, Youngstown State, we told him about it. We asked him, can we name our beer Penguin City since the mascot's a penguin? And um, he checked with the college and we were fine to do it. I mean, we actually are partners with YSU, which why we you know, are able to make those labels with yeah. our college yeah. logo on it. That Y is the- if That's the that's official- the, That's the, the young state Y. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so crazy. We make a college beer, you know. It's, it's, like, <laughs> right. so, it's pretty cool. So, like for the whole year of 2017 um, and 18, my cousin and I just like, you know, brainstormed ideas of how we wanted to roll this out marketing, and mm -hmm. then he learned how to brew beer. So mm -hmm. we were both. Um, yeah, so he was learning how to brew, 
and coming up with ideas and recipes. And we were coming up with the whole branding concept because what we learned with craft beer or just beer companies in general is what you put into beer has to put into marketing and branding. Like it's equal and it's just as important Mm -hmm. and they both have to be strong when you roll it out. So we wanted to make sure that we had both those things like strong before we released. So it took us a year to just get all those ready to go. So, so Rich, what was, while you were learning how to brew beer, what was the first beer that you actually brewed? Oh, some it was a kit. It was some kind of IBA, I, IPA with Chinook hops. Mm-hmm. It turned out okay. Mm-hmm. No, wait a minute. That was the first one I brewed I own. Yeah. There, there's a local homebrew place called uh, the Pump House. Greg okay. Wormley, the owner, he's had it forever. Really great place. So I, I brewed two that uh, with him. The first one brewed at his shop in the back room. And it was a clone of uh, the, the Pilsner Urquell. Or if you like to say Pilsner Urquell, you know, however you like to say that. But that's a, to me, that's a classic, uh, classic Pilsner. You know, if I was going to want to brew anything that tastes like anything, mm-hmm. that would be it. It ended up not tasting like that. But <laughs> it was still good. Um, right. you know, at the time, I had no way to control my fermentation temperature. And that's a big thing with the overall characteristic of the beer. So mm-hmm. it was just in a bucket. And I was hoping that it stayed around where it should be. <laughs> and it didn't. There were a couple of days that got a lot hotter. but And I, didn't, I had no idea about, um, you know, the percent, like how much time has gone by, how much percentage of the fermentation has happened what part of that would add more to the flavor characteristics afterwards. So, I mean, I, I really, I had no clue. It was just, all right, there's yeast in a bucket and some wort and here it goes. Let's, let's see what happens. But it turned out good. Nothing yeah. like, you know, Pilsner or Quell, but it was still, it was still good. Yeah. So, so how long after that first delve into the beer making, did you come up with this? Oh man, probably not till it was July, about a year later. Okay. Because I, I brewed so many different versions of that. Um, yeah. And I tested what, out. Were you always trying to get the first beer as a Pilsner? Oh, what was the question? Were you always trying to get your first beer to be a Pilsner after you, after you started it, brewing? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that was the idea. Probably, you know, Pilsner Lager, you know, something in that family. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we got there. I mean, it's technically an ale because of the yeast yeah. that prevents it. Okay. But, I mean, you can lager any kind of beer. You know, you could use a lager yeast, but you could also lager any kind of ale as well. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to pick up on some of the flavors in the, in the, uh, in the Penguin City. Um, in taste? the I'm tasting like, my, am I picking up like some, some uh, not quite wheat, but like honey flavors in there? Um, what am I, what am I picking up there? Am I, am I, I on? Am I off? I mean, no, no, there's a little bit of, uh, some, some crystal malts, caramel malts in there that adds a little sweetness yeah. to it. There's yeah. a little biscuit malt that'll add your, like your, your toasty yeah. toastiness mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. I taste small percentages though. That biscuit. Yeah. I like that biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Buttermilk biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A relatively oh, oh. unknown uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot song from Swass, right? Hey. 
taking us back. Dev, do you know? I, I do not know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't that know. That we that talked about this a couple podcasts ago. I think I only, we only know two Sir Mix-a-Lot songs. That's not one of them. I know. I only know one. <laughs> Before the big one. I feel on Broadway and Baby Got Back. That's yeah, all yeah. I know. The Baby Got Back was after when Posse's on Broadway. Oh, I think that I was on Floss. I'm pretty sure I was in high school at the time. But mm -hmm. Buttermilk Biscuits was a ridiculous song on that album. He loves hip hop. And yeah, <laughs> music in general. I'm yeah. a big fan. And, uh -huh. and I, was, I was buying buying Slick Rick records when I was a kid. I was, you awesome. know, awesome. Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh. Right. So I could probably <laughs> rap both the the show and Lottie Dottie, you know, just. He makes beer, he raps, he sings. He sings, exactly. Oh, okay. Music, okay. Veins. Music is what wakes him apart. Yeah. Well, we know you like hip hop because we see the background with Tupac. Yeah, when I moved in, uh -huh. I was, I could change anything in this house except that. Not to shrine. <laughs> you can paint up. the wall behind it, and not don't. Yeah. <laughs> right, don't I touch changed, the I changed the whole house when I when we got married, except that that Great was the old, that's pretty much the only thing that stayed. Yeah. Happy house, <laughs> happy spouse. <laughs> right, both like, the older school than those two guys. You know, like um, all kinds of like special ed, EPMD, and mm -hmm. things like that. Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh. Yeah, yeah. I grew yeah, up on the RTV raps. 80s, you know, rap. 80s, 80s early 90s so, raps. Yeah. Rick, you mean now that you're talking about, you know, how hip hop um, influenced you, um, you obviously are a bear influence. I mean, enthusiast. Um, we've seen over the course of the time that we've been drinking beer, you know, we've seen a lot of uh, people starting to name, you know, their cans after. Uh, songs that were relative to hip hop um, and just music in general. Um, some are even artists. Uh, any plans to uh, maybe make a staple beer, uh, you know, after, you know, one of your long time uh, hip hop uh, artists? Well, I know you would do a beer for Dolomite. Ooh. Because I knew you liked Dolomite. Yeah, he might, he's like the godfather of rap. Dolomite. <laughs> yeah, I'm heavily influenced by yeah, you know business born insecure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Fan of Rudy Ray Moore. Actually, I, I met him. I met Rudy Ray Moore in Cleveland. Oh, I wow. went to a place called the Grog Shop. Mm -hmm. That was an experience. Um I was off. I, I used to play in a band and I, I used to play at the Grog Shop. So I was very familiar with the layout and where the, the green room was and everything. So mm -hmm. I picked a nice spot off by the side. And so I caught Rudy Ray Moore yelling at his son because he messed up his intro music. It was it was an experience. <laughs> really like don't that. Play, play. So man, that was a good show. Rudy Ray Moore, <laughs> rest in peace. Uh, big yeah. fan. Um, For sure. I'm also heavily influenced by sad indie music too. You know, it's, it's all kinds of music. And okay. once in a while, I'll throw on some some heavy metal as well. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I just enjoy music. Oh, yeah. girl pop. You know, you're always making fun of me. Listen to this, like. He likes teen. Dancy, electronic girl pop, yeah, too. Yeah. I like it all. If it, if it 
if it gets me, it does. It doesn't matter what the style is. Right. So when you're brewing, like when you go, when you're going in the lab and you're ready to like hit it, you know, what, what music tend to, do you tendly, tend to go to, or do you just put it kind of on that various uh, artists kind of uh, playlist? What do you do to vibe out and get that brew going? It depends. Uh, usually when I'm by myself and I'm in a zone, mm-hmm. the, I've been putting on a, an indie, indie artist called Pine Grove. That's been, mm. been getting me. If the right neighbors happen to come and bug me, maybe I'll put my, put on an old Def Leppard record. Mm. I put on this record called Booty People. Um, <laughs> and I picked up at the pump house for a buck. Okay. It'll, so you're all over the place. All over you the know. place. <laughs> I'm all over the place with music. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. good. Yeah. That That's, that's a good thing. I mean, yeah. Rob, Rob, uh, Rob G usually introduces us to a lot of all over the place music. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's delight. That we actually tend to like, you're like, oh shit, like who's that artist? Right, exactly. So you know, I got I got on the Danny Brown kick way early when he, he released, I think, the hybrid, and then, yeah. then I saw him take off. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love that song when I'm always when I'm always playing that song. You know what I'm saying? There's a line in there. Sometimes <laughs> to get rid, you got to take a risk. Know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you always reference the music or a line from it. Yeah. So that's no, good. I really, that's good. No, yeah, I, I identify with those yeah. two two lines in that one Danny Brown song called "You Know What You Know What I'm Saying." That I really relate to is to get rich, you got to take a risk. Mm-hmm. Know what I'm saying? And yeah. he also says, "Do you really think somebody else cares?" Know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? <laughs> so I mean, yeah. I can yeah. relate to all of those really well. He does this all. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Music, music, yeah, he can see the music. I like that. Yeah, what do you call it? Song head, you know, and you always got, I hear anything, you know. All right. Yeah. That's a, I, I got to buy voices song. All right. Cool. Yeah, we just want to see how that is going to translate to a can. So we got Dolomite. <laughs> um, we'll get that idea tank, and we're gonna get some others on there. Yeah, he like put that into the beer. Make put that beer. Beer. Make that yeah. beer. Label. Yes. I could see a Dolomite beer. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to give away too many ideas, but you know, that'd be cool. There's so much. Awesome. Yeah, especially you know if you don't make it too obvious. You know, it can't be called the Human Tornado. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to actually watch the movies. And oh man, now now something's hitting me. <laughs> right. Like, there we go. We did it again, guys. Yeah. yeah. Did it but again. you wouldn't want to call it, you know, like Dolomite beer. Dolomite beer. You want to be. No. You don't want to call it. Oh man, I got some. I just, I just love some of his lines. And that, you know? that, be like, yeah, like monkey a phrase feet. that he, a phrase. Five monkeys feet. Yeah, that's dope. Man, I could, you could give me a whole day, like the whole podcast could me just. Be acting like Rudy Ray Moore. <laughs> Out my way, man, and let me pass. Yeah. And then, you know, comes after that. It's just, it's classic. Love it. Did you, did you watch uh, the Rich? Was it uh, not uh, was it Eddie Fox? Murphy? Did you watch the Eddie Murphy? Um, oh yeah. How'd you what like? Yeah, how you like? I loved it. I liked it. I loved it too. I loved it too. I thought. It, I mean, I mean, I don't know Rudy Ray Moore personally. You know, I met right. him, but whatever. So I. It, they they painted him in such a, a positive light and how he was just he had a dream and he did it and he seemed like a really mm-hmm. nice guy. I really I really like how they 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 painted that portrait of Rudy Ray Moore and was made me like him even more. Yeah. Right. Now so, Stacia, do you do you like Rudy Ray Moore and Dolomite by proxy or before this relationship? Good I like it before. I like oh, nice. 
Yeah. Yeah. We would watch him. I I found out about him in college, mm-hmm. and uh, my friend he liked him. He had all of his records of his mm-hmm. comedy uh, with Leroy and Skillet. So mm-hmm. like we would listen to those. So <laughs> I so we got the VHS tapes, and we would just hang out and watch him all the time. Um, and all wow. of his records. Like my friend had all his records. Oh, so, for our younger listeners, VHS tapes are um, DVD. <laughs> millennials out there, just so you used to be able to, the VHS tapes. You used to be able to uh, after you pop the little uh, little plastic piece off. If you ever wanted to record over them, you take yeah. a little piece of toilet paper yeah. or tissue, put it in there. We didn't have cell phones. Right over that shit. Did not have cell phones. We had to be creative. <laughs> all right, all right. I have the Rudy Ray Moore. Uh, just music album called Holly Gully Fever too. Nice. It's You're just all music. None of his rhymes, you know. It's just it's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. So we both, yeah, we both liked Rudy Ray Moore from different, like different. We uncovered him differently, so it's kind yeah. of yeah. We were meant to be together because yeah, like, I don't bonding. know anyone that's else. That, yeah, that's a bonding exercise. Anyone else that has yeah. that love for Dolomite like I did? I'm when, I, when I finally saw, I worked in a, a video store. When I was a kid, and I just I saw the cover of Dolomite, and I I got it. You know, I got you know I get a free rental once in a while working there, and took it home, popped it in, and <laughs> it clicked. I'm like, this is what the Beastie Boys are talking about on Paul's routine. <laughs> rhymes like Dolomite, you know, and Eggman. I think that song. But anyway, yeah, wow. it was a, it was a revelation. It was, yeah. like, it was amazing. It all came together. That's dope. Yes, indeed. Now, now, going back to the... I didn't, uh, I didn't even uh, really answer any questions. We're, I'm just talking about Dolomite. Yeah, we rolled on a tangent. We, well, we, 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 we about to have random. So get yeah, ready. We'll get, you back. Back. We'll get you back on track. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was just going to say, now, uh, going back to the brewery, like, when, when you when you started, how was the reception, like, of, Ping, like, the name Penguin City in the community? Like, was everybody embracing? Like, oh, yeah, now we're Penguin City, or that... How, how did that go? Yeah, that's a question yeah. for a special, because that was a branding thing, I'm assuming. A lot of hard work. How people did they receive it? Were they pumped and jazzed right away when we released? I feel like as soon as it, yeah, as soon as it released, it took off. Mm. Like people really related to just what we were doing and they got behind it. And it just, as soon as we released, it was just nonstop. It's been nonstop. Like, Mm. um, I say, like, I feel like I got on a train and it's just not stopping. And it's funny because when we first brewed, like a lot of a lot of people told us, um, you know, you're going to sit on this. We did 15 barrels, I think, was our first batch. And they're like, you're going to it's going to take you six months to sell it. And we sold it in two weeks. Yeah, You had some naysayers. You had some naysayers. You proved them wrong. Hopefully they came back and shook your hand. Well, yeah. Well, honestly, though, I I kind of I kind of want to thank all those people that that did that because you know I we did have I mean you're always going to have negativity you're you're always there's always going to be people that are saying something or yep but those people honestly they lit that fire that I I really had to prove them wrong it was like this nope i'm gonna show you that we have something good and i'm i'm gonna just keep going in that year 
it was like that. It was like that kind of like in the back of my head, like motivation. So right. I do think all those people that said all that stuff to me, I really do. I, you know, they may hate, they may be like, oh man, <laughs> but, like, really? but it helped me. It fired, right. you up. it fired me up. I got, I got Good. fired. Plus I'm a woman and in the beer industry and it is predominantly male. So, you know, to hear another male tell you, you can't do it. Just right. made me like, no, nope, I'm, I'm going to show you. I'm interested. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is, young, is Youngstown, Ohio now Penguin City? <laughs> We're hoping so. I mean, that, that's our goal. Yeah. yeah. The, the college is a big, big part yeah. of the city. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. Let's I can't say that it's Penguin City yet, but it is our goal to make it Penguin yeah. City. And, I'll go ahead and say it. Youngstown, Ohio is Penguin City. <laughs> I mean, you know, Put Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh that would be the Iron City. Yeah. Iron City beer would like to think so, right? So, you know. Well, what I, is the, it, does Penguin, does Youngstown have an, a nickname or anything? Uh, Murder City, probably. Oh, oh shit. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Our city, our city, city. probably one and two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, there was a lot of crime, uh, a lot of crime and corruption. I, I mean, outside of Youngstown, um, people see it and they see those 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 things that happened. You know, we're mm -hmm. what number one. We were number one murder. Per, yeah, per capita. At yeah. least we're, we're usually we're, up there. We're the poorest. We were the poorest city. We were in the top ten, yeah, I believe. And then, um, just like a lot of corruption, mm -hmm. mob, a lot of mob influence mm -hmm. back then. Mm -hmm. The steel mills closed. You, you just, it was like the town just got hit with exactly. just, yeah, all with throughout time, like just all these things. And that's why, um, we put the slogan "Tough times don't last, tough cities do," because. Yeah. You just, I mean, we're here and, you know, you get hit with something and you got to get back up and you got to fight. I mean, it, that's it. Like we're, we're constantly fighting and there's a lot of people in our downtown area that, you know, we've come together and say, you know what, we need to show our town in a positive light and we're going to get up and fight. So anytime we hear something negative, we like attack that and just like, no, we have to keep pushing with what our mission is revitalizing our town, you know, letting these people see, no, it's not that town that, mm -hmm. you know, we're poor and we're this and it, it's so bad. Like, no, it's good. There's people that are here working really hard. Mm -hmm. That's a cool city. Well, I think, I'm, I'm, yeah. Oh, who's going? Who's going? Oh, no, yeah. I was just interested in knowing you guys obviously have a lot of um, connection to, um, to Youngstown. You guys mentioned college. Are you guys transplant transplants to Youngstown, or were you born and raised? Um, what's your connection, just even to Youngstown? We're both. Oh, we were both born, both born and raised. Awesome. Uh, I'm a graduate of YSU. Okay. Yeah. I said I said this. Life. I made this comment to my wife yesterday. I was, you know, uh, you know, she's De we're Delaware. I'm like, man, she's that girl that you know never left her hometown. She's like that. Okay, I'm like it is. I just made the comments, so yeah. you know, yeah, I didn't mean to offend. Cool. I didn't mean to offend. So you guys are both there. The other thing I think that resonated, as you mentioned, that your people received it well. You guys, 
as you explained the can, Rich, you put a lot into the can that really represented the town. You know, mm-hmm. everything that you were able, and I held the can up and you were able to kind of run down the significance of the, the color of the mint green, the, the, the you know, the gold colors, uh, which represented, you know, the college, all those things, people probably felt like, you know, hey, there it's a beer for us or by almost by us um, mm-hmm. that really represents us. So, uh, you know, job well done. Thank yeah, you. I mean, we said that too when we were coming up with this idea, just with the name and what we wanted. Um, even like when I'm thinking about how I market it, like this beer is for the valley. It it mm-hmm. was it is that because you know with beer with the beer industry, the bigger we grow, there are a lot of job opportunities that can come from this because. Mm-hmm. You know, you can with manufacturing, with distributing, with sales and marketing, um, design, like it it's endless, like the jobs we could create from it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've hired we have interns from our college. I've hired interns from our college. Like that's something that, you know, when I was in college, most of the people that I went to school with left because there mm-hmm. wasn't anything like this. They all went to Cleveland or Pittsburgh yeah. or New York city. They yeah. never stayed here. Mm-hmm. So our, our goal is like keeping people here yeah, so they, or bringing people here. It yeah. was like to hear that. Oh, I came from Cleveland to come here because there was an opportunity. Yeah. That's yeah. something that drives me too with nice. growing our company. Right. Yeah. Right. So since 2017, fast forward to 2021, um, obviously you guys started out, you know, owner, co-owner, um, two, two person operation. How have you guys expanded and, and, and who else is kind of, who makes up your team kind of on a, on a day-to-day basis to r- r- kind of r- help run their operations? Well, we have, um, we have nine people mm-hmm. helping that are with us. Mm-hmm. Um, we have me and Brandon Brewers. He has another person that helps him with yep. brewing. Mm-hmm. Um, we have someone that uh, handles distribution. She's like our logistics manager. Okay. And then we have a, two drivers that okay. so they work together delivering and taking orders. I have two reps mm-hmm. that go out and um, see Hello. the accounts and do yeah. all the beer orders. Um, I had an intern. I, I will usually have an intern that'll help the the reps or just kind of float wherever that they need, need to it. be. The runner, the runner. Yeah. Something needs to be done. Any right. one of us will do it. It doesn't matter. You know, we have to get it done. Our customer service is um we try. Um, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good. It, well with COVID. Right. Yeah. My wife had a question. She said, um, it's rare to hear that a brewery doesn't drink. Do you taste any other beer? <laughs> mm. Good question. I do. I sample I sample everything that he makes. I mean, I I know what beer tastes like. I mean, I know what I like, what I don't like. Um I'm just I just, I'm not a beer drinker, like an everyday beer drinker. I, okay. I've had a beer. I just, I, I mean, but in this industry, 
I have to have, for me, I have to have a clear head. Like I have, it's really hard because like um, I've seen a lot of people just even in our company where sometimes the drinking can get out of hand and it, where it does cloud your, your thinking, it, it affects your job. Um, Even people that have owned companies Mm -hmm. where they've lost it because of it. So like, I, I always, for me, I have to just think I have to always be focused. Um, So no, I, I sample it. I love, I love the beer that he brews. And I mean, yes, I'll tell him when I don't like it or something's. <laughs> oh wrong. yeah, oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> but um, things, things go wrong. Right. Yeah, hey, Rich, yeah, a, I, famous, a famous quote from Biggie on the wall: "Not not getting high off your own supply." Or frowns against anybody else that does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and plus, like for me, you know. I'm a big promoter of our city. So it's like, it, it it's kind of like for me with this company, it, it's helping me do something else, like a, kind of what I've always were working towards. And that was helping revitalize our city. Like I've, I, like I said, I've been promoters. I, I, I host, we host the Youngstown, our city summer movie series for the oh, nice. city of Youngstown. So like I'm always trying to do things. And I feel like with this company, like I was able to take this company and figure out a way that I could work that in of mm. how can I make this better our community? So mm. that's kind of where I was thinking. And, um, and even when I market it, I don't really put the, sometimes I don't really put the beer first. I put, I put it, it's more about the community. Yep. Um, Somebody else had another question. They said, um, when the warehouse opens, how many jobs are you guys looking to bring to the city? That's Mickey. <laughs> Mickey! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Probably right around 40. We, when we open, um, we're projected to open in the summer of 2021. Awesome. Um, and we're hoping to have 19 jobs awesome. when we open. And then um, because the, the warehouse is going to be in phases. So phase one is going to be the brewery and the tap room. Mm-hmm. Phase two is going to be a restaurant and an event center. So that's mm-hmm. going to, so when we're, when we hit that next phase, then we're projected to be at 40 in um, like three years. <laughs> we're hoping more, but that's exponential growth though. I mean, that's, Crazy nine, yeah, 19, nine to 19 to 40. Right. Right. Yeah, that's huge. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's exciting. And, and we're working really hard just with the city of Youngstown too, um, with like programs like walk to work programs. Um, I just talked to the city of Youngstown about um, just people that are coming out of, or like, would we hire ex felons? Would we work with people like, you know, mm-hmm. rehabilitation and, you know, yeah. we're also doing stuff like that. Just, like I said, just helping, getting people jobs, yep. city residents. Mm-hmm. So, so eventually, you won't be able to get anything done uh, unless you go through Benakis, right? Is that the same? <laughs> 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 no got comment. a, a hold, strong hold on things. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what's up. That's a that's a lot, lot, of, lot of things going on because that that's a new thing in terms of the warehouse and, and stuff. That was like like a yeah. couple of days ago or something to that, to that effect, right? Or a week two ago or something. Monday, we closed. Yeah, we closed. Yeah, we we looked at the building in June, 
-hmm. it took six months to get, get the guy right to up. get the guy to let it go. I mean, it's hard. Like a lot of emotions. Um, a lot of people downtown own buildings. They don't live here, mm. and they, they sit on these buildings and warehouses, and it it really inhibits that growth. Mm. And uh, so it was. We fought. It was a battle to get this guy to, you know, let it let it go. He wanted a what lot. Was it, what was it used for before? Did you guys know the history of the building? How was it used prior? Uh, steel fabricating. Steel fabricating. Okay. Yeah, I think in the warehouse it was steel that they they made steel for the mills that Got were it. like there. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Mm. How we never we don't have a tap room, so huge. Yeah, having a us. tap room now. Having some place where people can come and meet and try different beers and mm -hmm. and uh, out with us, and we can actually sell at, at retail prices. You know where? Yeah, be good. And I'll have a, a pilot system too, a small system where I can brew all kinds of experimental beers and yeah. just sell them right in the tap room. Yeah. Try them out on people, see if they see what the reception's like. Okay. Uh, so, so currently it's all. Uh, I'm sorry. So currently it's all hey, di this, uh, distribution. Where exactly can people find uh, yep. beer? <laughs> We're right on time, Rob. That was my question. <laughs> all, I mean, we keep it really close to our, our tri county area. We're in Mahoney County, so it's mostly mostly Mahoney County. There's Rumble and Columbiana. So we just we work really closely um, with where we can actually feasibly distribute in our own little van. Mm -hmm. so it's just around here, but it's close to 400 places, including bars, restaurants, and uh, stores. Oh, nice, nice. nice. So, but y'all, but y'all be um, it'd be perfect timing once uh, because COVID be over by the time the tap room opens. Oh, <laughs> I hope so. Because yeah. there's oh a, my goodness. a lot of lot going into this uh, building. I'm crossing yeah. my tongue too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's why that's why we did this now too, because I mean we know that COVID, honestly, until there's a vaccine restrict they're gonna lift restrictions when the vaccine's distributed enough. Right. And that's probably not gonna be till summer. So it this was a good time for us to do it while our sales, while we do have this kind of downtime. I mean, it's weird. It, it goes up and down. Our sales depend on whatever our governor says. If our governor puts the fear in people, our sales go down. If they tell us that, oh, everything's okay, our sales go up. It, it's It's been like that since this whole thing started. And we just kind of ride this crazy wave since uh, March. Yeah. yeah. So, so what is the process of the warehouse going from a steel factory to a, a brewery, brewery tap room situation? Some of the main things, you know, we'll do a, a giant clean out first, mm -hmm. or you know, clean up, and there's nothing in it, so we don't have to really clean it out, but just uh, clean it up, paint it. We want to keep that warehouse um, uh, aesthetic, so we're not sure going to a lot of brick in there, right? Uh, bricks. Mostly There's steel and oh okay, yeah. it's a Just steel. It's a, it was a steel warehouse. It should be made a lot, you know. Yeah, there, there's no insulation. Ceilings are like 50 feet high. Um, cool. so we're gonna insulate it. You know, paint it, insulate it. We we're gonna have to uh, yeah get some trench drains. Um, okay. So yeah, they'll just have to to route all that concrete out. Put some drains mm -hmm. in it. 
from uh, ventilation. I mean, that's that's just get yeah, it just for the just tank. to get it started. Yeah, yeah. And of course, we'll have to build the bar, uh, some mm-hmm. cold rooms, cold storage. Yep. For the tap system, we're gonna have mm-hmm. some serving tanks where we can serve directly from, from some big tanks. Right. How much square footage are are you talking? Thirty. Yeah, the building totals around thirty-two thousand. Nice. Nice. It, nice. It's huge. I mean, we could probably make do with 5,000 square feet, really. Wow. But we are going to make full use of every <laughs> yeah. Damn right. Damn <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a lot if you only yep. need 5,000. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, the more space you have, you know, when you have it open, we don't have to break down any walls or anything. And mm-hmm. just from being how we do things now, that open space is so important that you can easily move a, a forklift around and mm-hmm. lift of pounds of things the forklift instead of individually moving 160 right. pound eggs you know it, it'll save so much time back won't hurt as much you know it yeah so the, the open concept mm-hmm. perfect. it seems like you're looking forward to it <laughs> i'm looking forward to it i'm so tired these days yeah we're so we're i mean just the the way we have to do it now it's not even just the way it's everything it's it's mentally and emotionally exhausting mm, when you yeah. know you've got stuff to do and, and you don't know how you're going to get it done. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, so we, that's basically phase one of the. So we sampled, um, you called them beer one and two of uh, Penguin City. Um, yeah. What is your what is your lineup look like? And is that um, what's your kind of lineup of beers uh, that folks can try uh you know taste tests um or, or is there more coming down the line other than one and two um, but while, while, before you even start while we're here why don't we even just talk about number two number oh, yeah, two talk about the light. Good, good, yeah. good point and then you good can point. go into, into the other ones you got going on yeah i'll talk about that that's um i just want to make a a decent mm. light beer you know a lot of people want to drink a beer and they want to drink more than one maybe mm-hmm. six you know, so it's uh, mm-hmm. it's lighter in color, mm-hmm. it's a little lighter, you know, like the body, a little mm-hmm. thinner, and less alcohol, less calories. But I wanted to have some flavor, so added a little bit of a little bit of, of a flavorful malt in it, but a very small percentage. Are you hiding what that flavor is? Because it's something in there. It's like a sweet, like a. I don't know. Y'all smell like a cinnamon or Ooh. something. It's got a couple things. I will tell you the first batch is a little different. I decided I you guys are tasting probably batch three or eh, probably about four. Batch four. Okay. Okay. Um okay. it was a little different the first one. I did have a, a crystal malt in there. Very small, but I, I decided that sweetness just wasn't needed. Mm. Uh, I mean there's still there's some Munich in there too. Okay. You know, it's a little more, a little more uh, flavorful than just your baseball. Yeah, I mentioned to Rob uh, at the beginning of us uh, discussing uh, the the light beer. I think this is the first time that I've tried a craft light beer. I'm um, a, I'm a going. I think maybe once, okay. but not not. That's many. what Rob said. He thinks maybe once, but I think yeah, not first. many. Yeah, that that's a. You know, it's just the difference. Better. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't actually know that. You know, just because 
just the the the, the process is so did what makes it a light beer is it the, the Robin, calories is it the calories or is yeah. it the ingredients what's what's so, make light beer you know it, uh intrinsically linked is the the amount of alcohol you know gotcha without doing any kind of extra stuff the more alcohol you have you're gonna have more calories so okay. we didn't you know I, I don't think we didn't do anything that the the big guys are able to do and i'm not even sure what they do something with uh like some uh enzymes but right. we just put there's just less alcohol and so there's got you okay you know, yeah because this one the, this one's coming in at 4.1 percent right so it is, is a little bit less but it yeah. doesn't even it doesn't really taste like it compared like drinking drinking uh these back to back at mm -hmm. 5.4 and the 4.1 yeah it's, uh they're still both real drinkable it, yeah it's a different malt bill i use different hops in both okay. And another, like for the, well, for the TTB, when they talk about a light beer, like what categorizes a light beer, yeah. there is like your flagship. It has to be a certain percentage, uh, like under your flagship. Yeah, maybe thirty percent or twenty. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, the ABV has to be a certain percentage. Okay. Be considered a light. Um, for ours, like our calories are about they're around a hundred. The carbs are eight. Mm -hmm. Um, so it is like lighter than the flagship. Got okay. It. So okay. we can say, you know, light, it's a light bear hitting that, those numbers. Yeah. And calling it like, I mean, anybody, any, any brewery can brew a lighter beer with less alcohol <laughs> call it whatever they want. You know, right. there's a, a session true. farmhouse sale session saison. Right. I, we just felt like for our particular brand, just having Penguin City beer, and penguins here mm -hmm. light. It just mm -hmm. makes sense while still bridging this gap between, you know, the the crafty world and the American log world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rich, what's the ABV you like to stay above or below? Like I, I asked that question because I'm a big six percent or higher uh okay. enthusiast. Uh when I'm uh, I mean I, I guess I'll speak as a drinker. Yes. I like to drink a lot. I don't drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a Sunday. I'm a Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday drinker. Okay. I mean, I'll, <laughs> those days are crazy. They are. They are. <laughs> I'm by myself, and like, there's no one to say, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I mean, I could sit with a pile of beer, a nice beer pyramid, and knock them down. But yeah. so I like to stay between four and six and a half. Like I like okay. I like that range. That okay, seems okay. to. To, to fit work well with your uh with with everything else you got yeah. going on in the day yeah working at work having to work every <laughs> yeah. day work life oh. uh, drink drink life balance drink life right. balance. You, you like six and above what um what are the, some of the things in beers that are six and above that that you like um i'm a i'm a huge ipa um hazy ipa uh drinker um so typically a lot of those usually hover in the six, seven range. Mm -hmm. um, and to go full throttle, usually it's a stout that puts me at like 10, four, nine to 14 range oh. that I'm, that I'm drinking. Um, and I'm, and I'm, I would say I'm fairly still new to the, uh, the stout world. Uh, Rob and I started uh, going to beer fest 
what was it? Maybe damn, it's it seems like it was 2005, and I think that's when I really got into stouts. That I used to hate them, um, totally, and then I got into all the flavors. Uh, so that's that's usually what kind of drives my ABV. I go to the IPAs for my my mid range or six six to six to eight, and then nine to fourteen is like my stouts. Okay, yeah, I mean you can you can naturally get those uh, nice sweetness and full body and that you know just yeah. regular brewing techniques. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate that. Yeah, those are the two I go to. The only stout that I just drank that I brewed was probably right around eight, eight and a half. Okay. What are you guys? Uh, what are your guys' preferred styles? Oh, it changes. I like so many different styles. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I might just like that uh, Central European lager. Mm. You know, just those, it's the way the water tastes and everything. And it's a relatively light, you know, right around five, five and a half percent. Mm-hmm. I know you get that old world flavor, I feel, in some of those. Gotcha. Uh, like a lot of the Polish beers, like Jivitz and Okochim and mm. Omja and Perwa. Those mm-hmm. are some. Okay, cool. What about the those smoke we had a smoke beer on here. Are you a fan? If it it has to be very very light in the smoke. I don't oh. normally like. It was it a Roush beer or something yeah, like that? Yeah, Roush. Roush beer. Oh. Sheesh, that shit yeah. is like licorice. Oh. I it tastes like it tastes like a barbecue. I generally <laughs> am not a fan of the smoke beers. I mean, okay. it would have to be really really light and subtle. I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. some of the thing I feel like a lot of. I've tasted some beers where they highlight a particular flavor so much that mm-hmm. they just go overboard and it, it yeah. might be like pine saw or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, definitely a whole, it definitely was massive bottles of liquid smoke in that yeah. uh in that uh, beer that we tasted. It was I think, I think they I think they do a natural roast, I think yeah. I don't think it's liquid yeah. smoke. I think they do a natural smoke process. That was just not hey, natural, whatever, whatever. Liquid, well, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it, it was smoke. Right. It was definitely smoky. I look that, that saying that I don't want no smoke. I don't want no smoke. <laughs> and then Spencer, what about you? I know you don't drink, but you say you you taste everything your, your husband makes. What what about you? Did you have a style that you prefer? When um my first beer was a stout. Get more stout. <laughs> He's going to get more beer. Um, <laughs> he yes. has to fill up. Um, my the first beer I ever had was a stout. It was a Guinness. Uh, mm. My my stepbrother, he would drink those in college all the time. So those were the ones that I always had. So I, I do like a stout. It's okay. kind of one of my favorite beers. And I like Rattlers. Okay. Okay. Summer Shanley beer. A little yeah. Shandy. I like summer stuff. And then um, we've been um, doing a lot of research on non-alcoholic beers. And just, mm. um, just because... You know, I think it would be fun for me to put out something that's an NA beer, but really, but good. Not, you know, just like, because <laughs> I know it's a lot of people. Those same properties, flavors of a beer. Yep. Um, and get real experimental with it. Like, have some mm-hmm. fun with it. I do have a lot of people that ask me, too, about it. Like, would you ever think about doing it? Or I think it would be great. Or I don't drink and I still want to support you guys. So I do hear a lot of that. And I think it would be fun to give people that option. So we're starting to um, look into it now and do some research on some, you know, recipe creations on that. 
Mm-hmm. Cool. So, Aspasia, it, it, now that you've talked a little bit about the non-alcoholic, does anybody, uh, and have you done any research, is O'Doul's, like, they can't be the only non-alcoholic uh, version, because, but that's growing up, or the name that I've heard over yeah. the course of history of non-alcoholic beers, uh, what, what kind of uh, information have you found out there regarding non-alcoholic brews? It's actually starting to trend. It it's um not as you know not too high, but like there I am starting to see like a little bit of that spike in the non-alcoholic beers, and I'm starting to see craft beer companies test it mm. out. We've been yeah. drinking Brew Dog. Yeah, yeah. Brew Dog's been making them, and I really like them. Like I really like Brew Dog's non-alcoholic beers. They're good. They kind of taste like uh. It, I don't know if you ever tasted any of the uh. The locale IPAs, Dogfish Head makes one. Oh, Bell, wow. yeah. Bells has one called Lighthearted. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're they're good session IPAs, lighter in body, lighter in calories, and everything. Uh, so the, I feel like the the Brew Dog ones they're similar to that, and they 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 retain right. the hops and like the the nice citrus like character, but really thin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't taste like beer. I can't say it tastes like beer at all, okay. but I enjoy them. Okay. Okay. I've had the Heineken Zero Zero. Uh, uh, if you like Heineken, I feel like that's I love Heineken. Cool. I actually haven't drank it in in now years now, but yeah. I didn't know they made a Zero Zero. What yeah, they made- Zero Zero. So a non-alcoholic to be considered that it has to be less than 0.5 percent alcohol. Okay. The I believe the Heineken Zero Zero is somewhere around 0.04 percent. Wow. I know there are different ways to achieve that. I yeah. just. Heard- <laughs> yeah. What? Well, with that beer flavor, though, with the beer flavor. Now, now, yeah. like like Evan said earlier, the O'Doul's. It, it seems like it's more of a lager or a pilsner type it of def- uh, yeah. beer. Are there other non-alcoholics that are different styles out there? I'm seeing them. Athletic Brewing is a as a company mm-hmm. that they have a range of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, flavors, yeah, and like I said, the brew dog ones they don't taste anything like Sharps, O'Doul's, uh, Genesee NA, or Pabst NA. Yeah. Now, uh, do, do uh, not alcoholic beers try to go in the vein of like vegan food, like tofu chicken nuggets, but it's tofu? Like, is that the makeup or the yeah, like we want this to taste like an IPA, but it's now alcoholic IPA, or we want I it to taste like a stout? Yeah, I, I think some people go, uh, they're going for that because they okay. want somebody to be able to have a flavorful beer, mm-hmm. a hoppy right. flavorful beer without mm-hmm. the alcohol. Yeah. I mean, okay. that, my life, I would be staggered. You know, maybe I would have done, instead of drinking 10 Southern Tier 2Xs, I could have done three. Mm-hmm. And then had seven NAs that tasted good. Right. <laughs> Those would have much better tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, think that's how an alcoholic beer should should go, where you drink some of your alcoholics and then wind the night down with the non-alcoholics because they actually taste good and they yeah. it's a beer. It's, yeah, it mm-hmm. should become a beer. Yeah. I mean, you'll never, you'll never. I don't think you'll ever no. get <laughs> flavor. I mean, it, it, mm-hmm. I think it just. It's just not going to happen. No, right. but, uh, okay. people like to be, but people like to be social when they're out. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I hear that too a lot where people say, well, our beers are all 
what's the high seven uh, percent uh, uh, this is the highest one the yeah. winter warmer so warmers are like four it's four to okay four to seven so okay. a lot of people tell us that they appreciate that we that we're kind of in that mid-range mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. i do hear a lot where people are like i want to go out but i can't i hate when i have one beer and i'm done for the night beers. Because they're like eight percent or ten percent, so right. I hear that a lot too. So it's all—it's just me, kind of in the past two years, just gathering information of just what people said, what what how they want to go out or right. being social. I want to be able to stay out longer. Just trying to like kind of a, think about that when we're you know doing these, looking into like that kind of area of the low alcohol or NAs. You asked about other styles that we were doing too. I don't think we ever answered you. Right. It's okay. We got. We getting there. We're getting we there. Over it. They come right back around. It's a circle. Yeah. yeah. I thought about it because when I went to grab another homebrew, I saw the uh, our winter warmer. Yes. So this is just a nice, uh, kind of like a, uh, like a an English strong ale. So okay. it kind of tastes like it's spiced, but it, there are no additional spices in it. It's a mahogany yeah. color, seven and a half percent alcohol. Um, got a bunch of in the glass water. for us if you can, Rich. I don't know if you can, if you have an empty glass or an open glass. Yeah, I could find one for you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is it um is since it's called winter, is it only is it a seasonal? Yes, this is our first time doing it, and oh, nice. we, we did one 30 barrel batch. Uh it our our sales people did a really good job. Job it was sold out before we even brewed it, which is nice. nice. That's what I, I, you know. We probably we could have done a few batches. I didn't want to because um, we don't have the capability to brew pilot batches like, that would okay. represent what something might taste like in a big batch. And so it could be a mess. It could have tasted horrible. So yeah. I I want I was freaking out mm -hmm. thinking I, I really don't want everyone to buy this and then. It's a terrible beer. Mm -hmm. Luckily, it turned out really nice. <laughs> we were at the Youngstown Flea. A guy said, hey, I I tasted yours right next to, back to back with a uh, Great Lakes Christmas ale that he really likes. And mm -hmm. he thought our winter warmer edged it out a little bit. And that's a nice Because, I mean, Great, uh, Great Lakes Christmas ale is a, a classic. You know, that was an instant classic. It sells out all the time. So yeah, oh, got a glass. This one's not warm. I mean, earlier, um, earlier in the conversation, you mentioned award-winning. Would you like to talk more about that? Oh, um, you mentioned award-winning. Did I mention award-winning? You did. We've done some local beer shows where we've won awards. Awards. Okay. Talk about <laughs> it. Let's yeah. talk about it. I don't remember saying that. <laughs> I feel like you did. I feel like you I did. Don't we, don't have to, we don't have to discuss it at all. We can change this yeah. right away. I mean, we've won a lot of uh, a couple like People's Choice, or we there have been um, some tastes that we won. I think we won like four People's Choice mm -hmm. uh, nice. beers at events. Uh, some like best overall with our flagship. Um, there's the winter warmer. Yeah, here's the color. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Mm -hmm. I must say, I do like the merch. I see that. I see that. I was hat. about to I say that. Yeah, yeah. The glass, the hat. 
Yeah. Come on, Spacia. Stop holding out. How, how? Let's talk about the merch. Let's talk about kind of how you guys are your marketing side of things. This is nice. Oh, so my, my wife did say, you did say he, the beers were first and second place. Thank, thank you, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Erica. Oh, that was me saying. I, I wasn't even. Uh, yeah, that was just saying it's beer number one and number two. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Disregard okay. all that. We, <laughs> we don't edit. <laughs> Is it live? Are we live? Yeah, we yeah, are live. We're live. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little, I mean, I've been, I've been a little reserved now. because yeah. answers are going to change now. <laughs> so, Spacia, you're wearing the uh, the Penguin City shirt. You're wearing this uh, the 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 Scully or hat, and you have the uh, the glassware that you just poured that uh, winter L in. Uh, uh, what other merch do you have going on, and and how can folks find it? Um, we uh, have uh, winter hats. Uh, baseball caps, uh, T-shirts. We uh, we decided to work with uh, another local company that started. Um, it's these two girls. They started a uh, company called the Back Rack. Um, okay. They they uh, they're just starting out. They do vintage clothing, and um, I we work together. And they have our stuff. They we sell it exclusively on their site. To okay. just kind of do a little cross promotion, um, yep. help them out with their business, and they and they help us out because they you know photograph all the merchandise and put it up on their site. It's mm -hmm. kind of a fun way to cross promote with them. Yeah, they do a um, really nice job of, of taking yeah. photos and presenting, you know, presenting the apparel. So mm -hmm. if you go to um, PenguinCity.beer, uh, the shopping link will take you to their site, and it. And it has like all their all of our stuff on there, and then you could see their stuff as well and learn about that new business that's in the area, and you know see what those girls are doing because they're they're working really hard. They're starting their own uh, store. So, like I said, we like to promote in any way we can. Like, you know, how can I use my brand to help promote someone else? And really mm -hmm. promoting, like that's kind of where I'm always that's, thinking. Yeah, yeah. Local, local businesses working together. Nice. Yeah, they're cool. Very cool too. Now, now going back to the, uh, the I guess the warehouse in terms of like how how much like the production you have now, how has that changed from how much can you produce now and 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 when you get to the warehouse, how how much can that change? I guess. So we, right now we can do somewhere around 120 barrels per month. Uh, I I think initially with the initial tank build out that I have in my mind, we can do. Somewhere around four to five hundred barrels per month, mm -hmm. and so yeah, we we would uh, want to work pretty hard to be able to reach that capacity as quickly as possible. And we have we've had some distributors reach out to us from different states, and um, so that, I mean that could be a reality that as soon as we get those tanks firing, that we are we're just brewing nonstop. Yeah, nice. we just we just signed a contract with West Virginia. Actually, no one no one knows that, but you guys, that's like hey, that's here it first, here exclusive, exclusive. You heard it first. <laughs> we just we just signed a contract with West Virginia, so um, as soon as we get approved uh, by the state, 
we're going to start distributing there. And um, we just had two phone calls from two Pittsburgh, uh, uh, one in Pittsburgh and one in Western PA reach out to us. So we're going to start talking to them and hopefully we could get into Pennsylvania. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. nice. Then Delaware. In Delaware, <laughs> right? It's right next door. Pennsylvania's right next door. Jump. Just a little skippity skip. Yeah. <laughs> now, when you when you guys get distribution in Pennsylvania, is it the whole state, or is it just like counties like it is in in uh, Ohio at the moment? It'll probably be uh, it'll be in counties, like okay. designated okay. territories. Uh, the Do one that we're talking to is Western PA. Um, like right along uh, the state line. And if you if you don't mind, real quick, how does that work? Do you? I'm sorry. I oh, cut no. You. No. Go, Go ahead. ahead. What were you doing? How, how does that work? Do you have to apply to individual counties to to distribute beer in that county, or is it do you apply statewide and counties issue by yes or no's? How does okay. that work? Well, every um, state is different. Yeah. So, okay. uh, well, I'll I'll speak about Ohio, okay. where. So you have to be licensed in Ohio, mm-hmm. period, to be able to sell. Um, you know, to, your, your brewery, you automatically can sell anywhere in Ohio. Mm-hmm. So if you go with a distributor, that distributor will have particular territories right. that they distribute to, and you make that agreement that they will handle those territories. Got it. And it would probably be very frowned upon if you decided to self-distribute anyway in those territories so it's basically you sign a contract and uh, you know and i imagine it's very similar in other states um you can't self-distribute in every state so i i would think that every every contract with a distribute distributor that you sign you agree for them to distribute in particular territories right and then those particular so it's basically distributors not overlapping their territories, right? Instead of, instead of actual individual counties that you're working with, right? Like here, you can see there there are two big ones, um, two really large ones, and one has the Budweiser line, and the other one has uh, Miller and Coors, and they there there is no crossing, there is no crossing that line. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, any other questions for? Uh... Our guest. No, I guess how is young? How how is uh Penguin City? How are you guys planning to just kind of wrap up uh 2020 with your you know with you your staff obviously under the current restrictions. I don't know what it's like uh in in Ohio compared to Delaware. What's what's the end of how is Penguin City's uh, year in ending? Um, I mean, locking down the building was definitely that. Mm-hmm. Light that hope. I mean, mm-hmm. my employees, um, they're they're burned out, they're yeah. stressed out. I mean, it, it it was like we we all needed something. Mm-hmm. So closing when we did definitely mm-hmm. like brought that spirit back. That's into, high note, high note. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's gonna end on like for me, we're gonna be very busy. I, I mm-hmm. have a lot of just um like license, I, I'm more, I have to transfer work. my license. We have to do a lot of like back end stuff. Yeah. Um, but as sales wise, you know, I know a lot of restaurants are gonna just close till mm-hmm. after New Year's just because yeah. of the cases. So usually when we're really busy right now, 
with mm-hmm. sales like from thanksgiving to january 1st we're non-stop right. so this uh this christmas will be a little you know low-key okay but you know we're mm-hmm. just lo- thinking about you know six months like you know that's mm-hmm. what i told my employees just six months just keep focusing on you know the next day the next day the next day it's gonna get better and we'll you know mm-hmm. we're almost out of it you know mm-hmm. i feel like we have we're on like the last six months like we just gotta get through yeah. the next six months yeah. nice. um and one other question is any um any um any special cam releases or cam releases that are happening in between now and the next six months uh, or first half of 2021 that you guys are brewing up or thinking uh, in your head? Give me the stout. I think um, I think we want to release the stout as our as a year round. Okay. Yeah. And that's going to be first quarter. First quarter or very good. Probably first quarter. Very good. We, we also have a pale ale that we released so um our strategy is kind of you know the penguin city penguin city light a pale ale you know that that is on the cusp of an ipa mm-hmm. stylized but not quite okay um, and a stout i haven't determined exactly what kind of stout okay. it'll be but i mean I'm, I'm leaning towards somewhere around the dry irish stout mm. style but maybe a little more sweetness to it. Okay. Very interesting. And that, that brings wow. it to that, that lower ABV, right? That's, that's a, the stuff that Irish stuff be, lower ABV. Yeah. yeah, it'll be a little lower AB, ABV. Good. Nice, nice, nice. We do, nice. We do a, we do a, uh, a actual uh, brew drop, uh, which is our version of can releases for our, uh, for our guests. And uh, just kind of to tie that in, we'd love to have you guys, uh, um, back or on again once we once you guys are ready to talk about these new cam releases we'll definitely look at yeah it sounds good this podcast is fun so i'll, I'll come on <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> we're we're definitely gonna have we're definitely gonna jump probably into some more uh hip-hop bag but it'll be a shorter segment the, the brew drop is a shorter segment it's about okay. a minute clip well, well now rich gotta sing us out i'm just joking oh yeah <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I was thinking about that i was like i need a christmas, a christmas i'll sing you out <laughs> you gotta sing us out i'm just joking i'm just joking I mean, if, you, if you pick a holiday song rich i'll back you i'm a singer too so oh nice <laughs> holiday song. What kind of holiday song? I heard. Rob, tell him, Rob. Tell him, Rob. Don't let it go by. Don't let the moment pass, Rob. Let what? Know you you a singer too? Oh no, I'm, I let that pass. But before we get into singing, we always like to know how people can find our guests on the um, on oh, IG or or if they're in Youngstown, how can they find uh, Penguin City Boy? Penguin City Beer. Yeah, Penguin, Penguin City Beer. Penguin City Beer is the website. Um, if you go to Instagram or Facebook, it's just Penguin City Beer. Got it. Awesome. I, I have right. a question. I'm going to answer it first, but I'm just curious. Favorite drinking songs? I'll tell you what mine are. Okay. All right. Got L- Loretta Lynn, Don't Come Home a Drinking. Mm. And then the rest of it is With Loving on Your Mind. You know, stay out there. Um, (laughs) Another one is the most ridiculous drinking song I've ever heard in my life. Danny Brown's Bruiser Brigade. If you haven't heard it, check it out. 
<laughs> it's one of the wildest drinking songs I've ever heard in my life. Well, the, uh, you know, in the moment, as you asked the question and answered, you know, gave yours, I think for me, if I'm like, you know, in a club and I'm like kind of, I call it two-fisting, everybody knows that term. Um, oh, yeah. The, the, the song that comes to my mind is drinking my two-step. I got my oh, drink yeah. in my two step. I drink in my two step. I drink in my two step. It's on. It's, that's what comes to mind. What comes to mind for me? Shot, 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 shot. Hey. <laughs> oh. Wow. And of uh, one beer by MF Doom. That's like my favorite beer song. One, one beer from MF Doom. So I don't know that song. I know his mask, but I don't know that song. I gotta check it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any come to mind for you, Lil? Uh, I got five on it. I wasn't really a drinker until this podcast began. <laughs> oh, man. There we go. Yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe this will be, uh, there'll be a splinter podcast. Don't join a drinking podcast. <laughs> Kendrick will write that one. Yeah, pretty, right, sure, right. pretty sure. Pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right. Well, I want to thank Ms. Page and Rich for coming on. Yes, today. thank you guys. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. yeah. Right. Keep doing keep doing great things. Yeah. What did yeah. you say? This is our first podcast. Hey! Oh, nice. And you're here yeah. with us. Yes. Thank you so much. Well, yeah. just, just, I'm sure after this, then you'll probably get a couple more requests. Yeah, we've heard. <laughs> I mean, the hosts are the hosts are very important, so I don't think yeah. it's up to you guys. Appreciate yeah. you. Appreciate uh, you. Make sure you tell them that. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Dev, where can they find you? You can find Devin Aaron uh, the Great on Instagram at Devin Aaron underscore the underscore Great. Uh, Lou. Uh, for all your beer needs, uh, Lou Belgium, I'm on them Instagrams. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy nice. Kwanzaa. All right. Uh, shout out to uh, 302 Yoda. He uh, had technical difficulties, so he didn't make yeah, it. Yeah, man. But you can find him on uh, 302 Yoda and uh, download his podcast. podcast. Right. Yeah, download um, that podcast. Delaware on Grind. Yeah, and you can find Bruising Banter at Bruising Banter Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can even say, Alexa, play Bruising Banner Podcast because we are on Amazon Music. And if you want to follow me, you can say at Rob Stay Bruising on IG. Yay. Uh, that, was, did it. that was awesome, <laughs> man. We give him shit about that all the time, guys. You nailed, you nailed it. You nailed it. Thank you. Thank, thank you. This You're has welcome. been episode 102 of Bruising Banner Podcast. Until next time. Have a good Merry week, Christmas. everyone. Oh, 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 I forgot to oh say. yeah. Tell us. Let them know. Feliz Navidad. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This is our Happy last episode of the year. Devin, are you going to sing that one? Yeah. Devin, you singing Feliz oh. Navidad? Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Yeah. I don't know the rest of the song. I can't tell you the rest of the, the words. I should have picked a different song.
Feliz Navidad, everyone. Feliz Navidad. Until next time, I'll leave you with Buttermilk Biscuits by Mix-A-Lot. There it is. Yes. I've never heard this song. Ever. Never, not, not one time. <laughs> is that like 1990s auto tune? I don't know what that is. <laughs>